game. Chip Gibson, you're listening to Kayak Fishing Radio. We've got uh, Cap D with me here in the chat room. Something, I'm getting an echo from something. Who am I getting an echo from? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, my boss. Must, must, must be you. <laughs> Can't tell Who's, the communicators anything. Yeah, comms, comms all messed up. <laughs> yeah, now also, we're yeah. Also joining us, Air Code eight four five. You're live on the air. Good evening. Good evening. How are you, sir? Uh well, it's uh, you must be thinking about Florida because it's raining uh, cats and dogs here again. So since I swear, I'm, uh, man, I'm not, not up for <laughs> not up for uh, working under the car in the rain, I figured I'd get on the show. There you go. All right. Here's some special music for the for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Redfish, Redfish Chuck's going to be all kinds of mad that I use his music now. So. Do you use his music? Well, um, but uh, our our latest pro staff from Bull Bay Rods. Yeah. <laughs> <Mr>. <laughs> So you you got the uh, you got the secret handshake and all. So congrats. I do, I do. I'm wearing the uh, wearing the uh, secret bull bay underwear. Probably more information than you needed, but. Oh. <laughs> Cap D, how's the weather up your way, man? Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It's fishing weather. It's fishing. It's on weather. the water Sunday, it's nice. <laughs> do you catch anything? Uh, we went out onto the Magathe River, which is one of the tributaries of the uh, Upper Potomac. I'm sorry, the uh, uh, the Upper Bay, Chesapeake Bay, and uh, caught some white perch. Uh, not enough to put in the frying pan, uh, so we just let them go and had fun fishing with ultralights. All right. Trying to, trying to target some stripers, and they just couldn't nowhere to be found. So couldn't find them. No, no. But you, you did say you got some perch, some little perch. Got some little white perch, um, white perch and yellow perch up here, uh, further back in the rivers um, uh, than more so than out in the bay. Uh-huh. Uh And and they're always fun to catch. Now you know the, you got to you got to catch you know a dozen of them to get you know a mouthful of food, but 
regardless, that's fun to catch. When when they're on, <laughs> they're on, and you'll and you can fill up an ice chest some days. Yeah. So, but you know, in the cool in the in the in the app, it's just it's just fun to get out there and paddle around and you know hit the different places and try oh, to find yeah. them, hunt them down. Yep. So we're we're uh, forty nine days in a wake up to. Wait a minute, where is it? This boondoggle. Boondoggle? What the heck is a boondoggle? Is it a tournament? No, it's not a freaking tournament. A boondoggle's just an event where a bunch of kayak anglers come together for a weekend of fun and kayak fishing. We all get together and fish, check out industry-related products, have a big dinner, and swap a fishing story or two. What's that? Sounds like a useless waste of time? Yeah, it is. So what? So get your butt up off the couch and get to a boondoggle. Bring yourself. Bring your family. Heck, bring your hairy-ass brother-in-law. I don't care. Just get to a boondoggle. Check out yakangler.com slash boondoggle for more information. Okay, so 49 days in a wake-up. Big Lagoon State Park. <coughs> Perdido Key, Pensacola. It's kind of right in the middle, really, but... um. And uh, we'll be, I'm not even going to say, I'm not going to say any plans or anything like that, but um, <laughs> I'm supposed to go to the boondoggle, but it's in Florida, so I'm not sure how that's going to work out. It's probably going to be a category, uh, category, category three hurricane or something, you know, but speaking of, speaking of hurricanes, I was looking at the spaghetti models this evening and I see where the rain's coming from over there. They get a big yeah, yellow kinda. circle right there. <laughs> it's turning the wrong direction, though. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be an issue. No, I don't think so. But if you guys are uh, into looking up at the weather and stuff, SpaghettiModels.com, Mike's weather page. It's a good resource if you're uh, interested. There's also some other ones there, but uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, so not uh it's been raining here so much that I mean I I guess maybe it's just kind of settled in around me. Um but I haven't got a chance to go fishing or anything like that. We wound up going to the indoor pistol range last weekend and shooting so but anyways. We got no fishing reports. All right, now come on. We've got to have some folks out there that want to give a fishing report. All you got to do is go to kayakfishingradio.com and you'll see the number there and little instructions right on the front page of our website, kayakfishingradio.com, and it talks about calling in and giving us a fishing report. And you can we'll put it on the app. Hopefully, there's lots of them that Yak Chum has to work on on Wednesday to get them ready for us on Thursday. And then it'll stream all through the day. Uh, but Kayak Fishing Radio, to contacts on Skype, call in Skype. Or you can call any from any phone. Long distance numbers may apply. Uh, area code 404-890-5232. And that is, there's a answering machine, basically. It's on Skype. And you just leave your report. There's no limit. Uh, of course, don't just uh, call in and leave the phone off the hook and let us hear you yelling at your kids and the dog and all that kind of stuff. That's not a fishing report. 
But uh <laughs> That's the reason to go fishing. Yeah, there you go. Get that kitchen pass, get it off the hook and take it take it on out, right? So anyways. So what's new? What what's up? Let's see. Eight eight PM Gulf Circle, ten percent moving west. Pressure's not falling. All right, so no hurricanes there right now. But, yeah, it's kind of scary. We we watch the hurricanes up here for business purposes, and and it's amazing that knock on wood we haven't had anything significant so far this year. So yeah, I know it's like um, just waiting to see. I know that uh, well September is kind of the biggest, the thick of it. So we'll see what happens. It looks like the water temps out there are pretty heavy, or you know, high enough to provide some energy. But mm-hmm. and I mean the radar right now down around Mr. Becker's way looks pretty interesting, so let me see who we got here. Area code 908, you're on. Hey, it's Matt Truck's Yak Chum. It's Yak Chum. Yak Chum, no, the man all. who's supposed to be he's supposed to be putting together our fishing reports, but no one's called him and given him any fishing reports. No, we need some participation badly. <laughs> I know. I mean, we've got in the chat room joining us tonight, we got uh Brad from Sun Jammers and Tommy Head Jigs. Tommy says he he got a fish report. He lost a seven to eight pounder plus it poured down rain all day. Only nothing <laughs> crazy, people. <laughs> so yeah, call in, give us your fishing reports. It doesn't even have to be from a kayak. If you went out fishing, let us know. I mean, yeah, exactly. Not, we We're don't looking for yeah. uh, you know how the fishing is in your area. That's right. So that's, that's the uh, whole idea of the, of the thing. It doesn't have to be kayak fishing. You could be fishing off the beach or off a pier or, you know, off even off like a party boat or a charter. That's right. Give us a scoop. What's going on? Where the fish are biting? What what you using? If you got an event, you know, like how or uh, casting for recovery or something like that. If you have got one of those events, give us call it in. We'll put your voice. Just give the little bumper, the little commercial there, and we'll. Matt will put some music to the background and make you sound all professional and everything, right? That's, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's the plan. Kind of run it through the production studio and uh, kind of thread it all together. This way it's not just individual kind of phone calls. Right, and, um, yeah. yeah I, I, can, I can edit things out if, at your request, and you could just email me if, at uh, yakchum at kayakfishingradio.com if you, if you want me to take something out of there mm-hmm. or if you stuttered or something, you know. Right. That's not a problem. Or use some foul language, you know, or something like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we. I know Brad Sunjammers, he, he has his own report going, and um, we're going to thread that along in there right after the uh, kayak fishing radio reports that the uh, the listeners provide us. So that, that's the plan. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, um Chris Johnson now joining us, our local for the upcoming Boondoggle and uh, Emerald Coast uh, OW team. So welcome aboard. And uh, Chris is going to show us where all the fish are biting down in Pensacola when we get down there. So, But, uh, man, it's just not been – it's been a really strange summer. I mean, I don't know what the weather's been like up north. Matt and uh, Cap D uh, from up. Uh, Maryland, New Jersey way, but uh, it's just been unseasonably cool. Now today it just kind of 
after last Saturday, it stayed like 64 degrees all day long here in Atlanta with about maybe, oh, it was it was drizzly. But uh, it, it was pushing 100 today. It must have been. felt like it. So, But I don't know. What's what's the weather been like up your way, Cap? Yeah, man, it's it's been equally odd. You know, August for us is usually, uh, you know, high 90s. You know, we've picked up 100 degrees every now and then. But this year, I think it was like 65 degrees when I woke up yesterday. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful out. Uh, I know, it's you know, like... sunshine, we get the rain coming and going, you know, just enough to keep the the lawn wet and the garden wet. Um, but it's it's... <laughs> It's been really nice, you know, knock on wood. <clears throat> I know. Just, just not that hot, hot, humid weather that, that we're known for up here. At right. In, in, in the, you know, around the Beltway area where, where we're at. And we're pretty heavily influenced by the water, by the by the uh, Chesapeake or the Potomac. And it's just, it's been unseasonably nice. I mean, the water temperature up there has been higher than the air temperature some days, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Strange. Very strange. Mm-hmm. What's it been like down there, Greg, in Tampa area? You know, Mr. typically uh, typical August patterns for uh, for Florida down here, at least as far as my experience goes. Uh, up into the 90s in the afternoon, the humidity picking up. And then uh, depending on which way the prevailing winds are, you either get the uh, the boundary collision coming from the east or the boundary collision coming from the west. And uh, the the boomers are kicking up either uh, just you know just inshore or right at the uh, right at the shoreline. We've had mm-hmm. some pretty significant thunderstorm lines the past several days. Uh, every afternoon, uh, today was no exception. A uh, couple of a uh, couple of big uh, straight line wind events that caused some damage to houses and took some commercial property. But uh, at this point, I'm starting to worry about the uh, the amount of rainfall and the saturation that we're getting back into again especially if there's something that pops up out of the Gulf or out of the Atlantic that turns into a little bit of a rainmaker for us. It won't take much to really cause a lot of uh, a lot of low-lying flooding. I know. I, I mean, in, you guys had a pretty – you had some pretty good hail yesterday, too, from what I heard. Oh, yeah, all over. Uh, all over. Those, so so ha- have you had a chance to get – has there been any time for getting out in between them and fishing or – to get and do what? To fish. <laughs> you know, I I, I, I understand the word and I believe that. I can identify with the concept. I just I just have no recent frame of reference. Uh, I haven't been out on the water since the end of June. So, oh man. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad. My hands shake if I even walk past the salt shaker that's next to a bottle of water. So uh, <laughs> I, uh, it's it's a bad thing, man. I'm hoping to get uh, get myself and Junior out this weekend. Uh, Maybe get down to Fort DeSoto and at least uh, get the paddles wet again. So, right. hoping that's going to happen. <clears throat> so, um, we uh, joined in the chat room by uh, Tim Morris and uh, Tommy Head Jigs, Brad uh, Stevens from Sun Jammers, and Chris Johnson. Um, Tommy says uh, it rained so hard on Saturday, and he was in a tournament down on the river that. Uh, from his partner was 19 feet away and he couldn't see him. So, in two to three inches, it, it of rain. rained like that up here this morning. Yeah, I couldn't see the car in front of me on my way into work. All I yeah. could see was like kind of blurry lights. <laughs> it's 
crazy. And Sunjammer says he's he's working. I, I'm wondering, hey Brad, uh, have you seen the new uh, the new Hobies yet? He's like 55 new Hobie shirts. Okay, but uh, hmm. But now Matt, you were you've been out slaying some uh, some uh, flounder, right? Um, I haven't really been flounder fishing in about two weeks. Uh, oh, last two weekend, whole weeks. a bunch wow. of uh, veterans out with heroes on the water to the yeah, uh, Delaware go. River. It was good. Everybody caught a caught a bunch of uh, smallmouth bass. Um, Delaware River is the uh, the longest undammed waterway in the United States, and it's what separates New Jersey from Pennsylvania and part of Pennsylvania from New York State. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a seven and a half mile float. It was good. Uh, yeah, it's like one of those lazy kind of you don't have to paddle too much, just you know, cast your lure and and uh, reel in some smallmouth. So it was a good time. The uh, veterans had a great time. But um, yeah, I went out Friday for some flounder, but I ended up with just a bunch of small croaker. Uh-huh. And then before that, I didn't really fish for two weeks, so. That's going back to July. Well, at least somebody. That's wise and uh, wife's birthday in there on a weekend, so I had to give up my fishing for that one weekend. But <laughs> oh well, yeah, you don't want it. that. That that would get help. That would cause you to lose several fishing weekends if you didn't take care of that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather so. give up one than three <laughs> or four. <laughs> so let me. But let me um, see what... Saturday definitely going out. Hopefully. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Brad says uh, the new uh, 2014 Hobies on the floor at Sunjammers. That's Panama City. So if you're down around that way, stop in and see Brad. See the Hobies. He carries quite a few different types there. But uh, great bunch, great bunch of crew down there in Panama City. So, but. Uh, I was noticing I got an email from Austin Canoe and Kayak, one of the sponsors of the upcoming Boondoggle, and soon to be joining us here on Kayak Fishing Radio, uh, that uh, they're opening a store in San Antonio. I think they'll have four stores now, plus uh, mail order. And we've got uh, Brad Stevens, a, a supporter of Boondoggle. And also we've got Native and Hook One. And let's see, who else we got? Hook One, Native, Hobie. Hobie is uh, joining us at Boondoggle. So am I doing anything on the evening on Sunday? I don't know, Tommy. Maybe we'll be fishing, man. <laughs> we should try it and see what happens. But I won't. I don't know. Looking down in the Gulf, it looks like we might see some rain coming up this way. But depending upon how the steering currents go, it seems like tonight all, we're to- all I want to talk about is the weather. But um, I don't know. It's, that's what happens when you don't get to go out and fish, right? I mean, what else do you talk about? Um, yeah. See, if it weren't for fishing, we wouldn't have kayak fishing radio because we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Okay. Um, but, so, I don't know, 
somebody was saying that they thought that uh, I know uh, listening to uh, Chuck the other night they were talking about the fish starting to shift into a different mode but I don't know if the the bait has changed yet I mean I don't know Greg you haven't I mean you haven't been out on the water since July so I don't know what have you heard any what how's the fishing conditions there or anything I mean no, actually, uh, none of the guys that I generally fish with uh, even want to talk to me about fishing anymore because they start and all I do is glare at them. So, yeah, I, don't, uh, I haven't really heard much about what's going on. You know, I know a lot of the guys have down here just haven't been out. Uh, the weather's been real hot. It heats up pretty quick in the morning, so if you're not out at, you know, it's gone and then off by ten, it makes for uh, an interesting afternoon. It's kind of the summer doldrums, right? I mean, it just. Yeah, pretty much. I mean it. If it wasn't, um, you know, if it if it wasn't always raining and stuff, it's still just that really hot time of the year. I mean, the end of August and September is usually when the temps are up and all, and the fish are just not really into doing much anyway. So, um, oh, Cap, that's a good question, man. What should you put in your tackle box for the for the boondoggle? Well, Chris Johnson is from the area. But I'm thinking pretty much, mm, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Popping core, topwater lure. I would think uh, maybe some soft plastics. I don't know. Um, I know that uh, my brother-in-law and my sister were down at Gulf Breeze, which is just, you know, the other end of the peninsula there. And he was, they were floating live shrimp and picking up some... uh, picking up some redfish that way so but i don't know some people i don't know if too many folks some people frown upon using live bait i think a little shrimp on a hook and under a popping cork is a great idea <laughs> uh, all right okay greg no problem and uh somebody took a car apart i don't think you disconnected the battery cable man i think that's your problem can't get it back together. I appreciate no. your uh, I appreciate your input. That's the first thing I'll do when I go back out. Disconnect that battery cable, man. That's the first. That's the first step in every Chilton's manual. To do that. So, and all will be right with the world. Yeah, and then and then get a bigger hammer. <laughs> that's the second trick. There all you right, go. Good. All right, later. And uh, yep. So Chuck is joining us. Snapper rigs. That would be a good idea. I don't know though, Chris. Um, we should get Chris to call in. Where'd he go? He disappeared. Who's this? That looks like Chuck. Is that you, Chuck? No, no, it's Jim. Oh, it's Jim. Sorry. No problem. I was looking at the last four. You don't have a beard. Nope. <laughs> no. But uh, Chris Johnson was in the chat room just a second ago, and I lost him now. I don't know where he went. But um, talking about uh, things for the Yankees like Cap D there from uh, up Maryland Way and folks that are coming in. I know Ashley Ray, the uh, Hobie uh, uh, fishing rep uh, from uh, Canada, her and her boyfriend are traveling down to join us at the Boondoggle. And uh, I think they're going to win the distance award coming in from from Canada. But uh, I think... Uh, that for that area, topwater lure, and uh, 
pop and cork, you know, like a DOA rig, that's probably a good idea. Hey, Chuck, what's going on, man? Yo. Yo, back at you. Um, So we're, we're trying to figure out what folks should bring to the pan, panhandle of Florida for the October boondoggle. What should they put in their tackle box? Got any um, ideas? Well, I've never fished the panhandle, but um, it is Florida, so I'm going to go with the fact that player ink lures will work. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would I would agree with Chuck and what you said earlier. Popping corks, yeah. uh, rattle corks like Cajun Thunders, Topwater, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Chuck's favorite, the Spooks, Junior Spooks. Um, you can't beat that. Um, if it's choppy out, then a skitter, skitter pop or a chugger type if it's got some chop on the water. And then uh, eight-ounce jig heads, you know, some Tommy head jigs. Um, and then any of the slayers, you know, the any of the browns will work. The whites will work. If the water is really clear, the whites and the chartreuses, if the water is a little off, any of the browns will work. And the browns will work if the water is clear, too. You know, the camel and some camo and some of the other ones. You can't go wrong with that. Right. I'm going to plan on trying to get offshore as much as humanly possible. Or at least in the bay. At least in the bay? Well, the... Yeah. I talked to uh, Andrew Mixon and... uh, Or Uno Moss, as he goes by on a lot of the forums and stuff, and... Andrew told me that there's a specific location within the bay where a grouper tend to want to hang out that time of year. And uh, I would not mind going and pull some paces off of groupers. So I'm going to probably follow him at least one of the days. But snapper rigs for sure. you got to go out and kill snappers whenever you're legally allowed to do so. Yep. They're going to open the season October 1st, and they anticipate that it should go to at least the 22nd, which will get us through the boondoggle. And... uh I'm trying to get Chris Johnson to give us a call. He's local there to uh, Boondoggle Central. And uh, we'll get him on here and see what he's got to say. Because I want to know, um, it's been a while since I fished the Panhandle, and I'm wondering what kind of what kind of a deal we're going to have to do to get offshore, you know, to get out into snapper territory. Because um, I don't recall too many snapper coming up inside the intercoastal there. And uh, and that's where we're at. Um, but I, you could probably just paddle straight across and then drag your kayak across uh, the Gulf Shores sandbar there and uh, then paddle on offshore. But uh, Or we'll probably have to see if we go down too far. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I have to ask Chris. And, uh, so. When I talked to uh, Andrew, he told me that you know, it would be definitely be a truck ride. To, to do it the easiest way, just jump in the truck and just, you know, take off and, uh, you know, drive about 45 minutes away from that location, and you should be in a pretty good spot to, to launch yeah. from there. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm down for whatever. It doesn't matter now after we do what we did down the Everglades, so. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, whatever. Chris says he's working on some mothership runs, so that would be cool. But um, yeah, the I, I'm I'm not too sure if anybody takes a chance and goes out through the pass in a kayak. 
But, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be too hard just to work your way around the beach there. Um, it's not too bad of a paddle, but it would take you a couple of miles to get around and get offshore. But uh, I know, I think I know what the spot you're talking about, uh, Chuck, where the grouper are. There's a little place down from the base there. We used to call it, well, we called it the shopping carts because that's what it was. There were shopping carts on the bottom there. And the grouper hung out under, around them. But uh, there's a ledge. There's a ledge there where they cut the the channel in, and the grouper hang out underneath those ledges and stuff. So, and uh, Tommy's like he's gonna have this cuda doing more meet and greet. Well, there'd be plenty of that going on. There's plenty of spots. There's all kinds of fishy spots to mess with down there. Some grass and stuff, and I mean, there's trout, uh, and even in you know, I mean. There's just all kinds of places to fish around there, and that's just no doubt. So, um, you know, Chip, I, I've listened to um, Redfish Chuck talk a lot about what he's done offshore, and uh-huh. basically, the, if, if you take notes on what Redfish Chuck is saying on the Atlantic side for off the beach and offshore, those yeah. same things are basically every time I've gone offshore in the Panhandle, basically the same way Chuck has fished. And the notes you take from him about leaders, length of leaders rods, weight line, it's, you do the same thing over on the panhandle. It's just, you know, structure's a little bit closer. There's yeah. more structure, more sunken wrecks, and the structure's closer. So all the things that Chuck has talked about on his Monday night show are very applicable about running off the beach, stretch 25s, um, the big Rapalas, and then the snapper rigs, the bottom rigs, what he's using for bait. It's yeah. pretty much the same over on the, the panhandle area. I will say that my first legal grouper I caught in the panhandle was in six feet of water when the bay was tannic on a DOA shrimp and eight-pound test line with no, with no leader. Wow. <laughs> on a six-foot awesome. casting rod with a Shimano 50, of all there things. Fishing for sea trout. My first legal red snapper was in the Panama City Pass, bottom fishing for redfish. Yeah. So, you know, things show up. Weird things show up at weird places in the panhandle. Oh, yeah. Things you wouldn't, things you wouldn't expect. I've actually seen tarpon in the past at Pensacola, so. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but and, and if nothing else, all you got to do is launch from the beach and paddle out past the breakers, which is only probably you know fifty to hundred yards, depending upon the day. And once you get out past that sandbar. You just troll parallel to the beach back and forth, just paddle slow along there with a couple of spoons out behind you, and you're either going to hook up Bonita or Spanish or something like that. I mean, so there'll be plenty of stuff. Yeah, in October you have a chance of getting a big Spanish too, not those little dinks that are there in the spring (laughs) and early summer. I mean a Uh, big Spanish. Yeah. Tell me about the Spanish. Oh, dude. Dude, I I love Spanish mackerel, man. I mean that is like I will I will bring a fistful of McDonald's straws and treble hooks and all people will catch Spanish mackerel. Yeah. Chuck last September I was on a thirty two foot boat trolling for kings, uh, with dusters and uh blue runners and whatever else we could on the catch on the Sambikis. And we were catching Spanish bigger than the kings on dusters that you would use for king on about wow. an eight inch light bay trolled behind this boat. So that's nice. how big the Spanish were. They're huge. And I'm, they got I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that I threw, that I ate, 
a uh, a, a world record Spanish mackerel there one year. So you probably I mean, did. Yeah, there's there's some that they're just so big. You think they're you know, it's a, just a small kingfish, you know. And, but uh, yeah, they're they're there, and it, it's a it's the right time of year for to see them there. So that'll be fun. How about flounders? Yeah, um, I don't know too much about the flounder area there. There, I mean, there's some nice sandy areas and stuff there. I have not. I will see if Chris fires in on that. He said Josh caught some tarpon this week. Um, Tommy asks for a bay and inshore area. Yeah, there's plenty of uh, in, plenty of bay and inshore area there. So yeah, there's. I mean, you're you're in it. You're on the 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 campsite. The the turn the park is right on the intercoastal waterway. So uh, it's all inshore from where you would launch from the campsites and stuff. To get offshore, you're going to have to either do some serious paddling or put everything in a truck and, and go around to to Perdido to launch. Or, let's see, flounder's starting to move offshore to spawn, probably depending on the water temperature, yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I never... I don't recall catching too many tar- or uh, too many flounder in the Pensacola area. When I was there, I mean, this was 2001, last time I fished Pen- uh, Pensacola, and pretty much the things that were you were fishing for there was bull reds uh, outside of the pass or just inside the pass, uh, sheep's head up under the beat up under the bridges. You could get bull reds around Three Mile Bridge. Um, Certainly, there were some sharks and stuff to be had, uh, grouper, and then we spent a lot of time offshore on some of the wrecks and the reefs, artificial reefs, and then there's some some areas right off in the state or federal waters outside of the Alabama state waters that have some good live rock and stuff like that. There were pretty good areas out around the number one buoy for big kingfish and all. So, but let's see. Yeah. Go ahead, man. So we're gonna um so Chuck, you guys are gonna be kicking off some uh some fishing reports on Monday nights and then by Wednesday we should have all those transferred and be throwing them out onto the app, right? Uh we're gonna try. <laughs> gonna try. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna well if if I can't figure out how to record any of that stuff or do whatever I gotta do then Maybe uh, our boy there, Yak Chung, can do all, everything that we need uh, as far as going back over the podcast and pulling those and cutting and pasting. And cause I'm not, I'm not very good with that kind of stuff, man. I know how to talk on the radio, and that's that's a <laughs> But uh, what's really cool? Listen, I mean, this is I'm so excited, man. Like my show, you know, I felt like I, I put together a pretty good last year. We're cutting up, man. I think we're going to lose you, Chuck. Can you hear me now? Just barely. Yeah, you're kind of breaking up. How about now? Okay, you sound like you're coming off of the police scanner, but go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) No worries. Um, I was saying that uh, I felt like I put together a pretty good product over the last couple of years, but now... Making uh, making Alan Ryland and Peppy uh, Vidal part of my show, <clears throat> I really feel like we'll be able to uh, really click 
more strategic reports and things like that off each other and, and more how-tos and whatnot. Um, but having folks like Brad from Sun Jammers and uh, some of the other guys from around the state calling in, giving us regional reports, we can really kind of round out the show really nice. I mean, I've got – we should have – every each week we should have a report from the Panhandle from – North Florida, and East Central Florida, West Central Florida, and Southwest Florida. I'm working on getting someone from Southeast Florida to call in too. So, um, kind of giving everybody kind of the full gamut. So, it should be good. Cool. Sounds like fun. Yeah, if if, uh, if Chuck can't rip that off the show, um, I should be able to run it through the studio and do it. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Jim, did you get to, did you get to go out and do any fishing last week? I got rained on last week. Yeah. I got I got rained on Saturday most of the day. I got rained on Sunday most of the day. I was going to go down tonight, and I got washed out again tonight with thunder and lightning. We got a couple inches of rain. We had lightning blow out the Comcast box in my front yard. Comcast Aww. truck had to come out and put a bunch of um, surge protectors in it. We do a bunch of surge protectors, fuses, probably sneak fuses. We yeah. got pounded tonight. Really? Not nothing down yeah. here, man. You're nothing kidding. on the south yeah, side. We... Nope. No, it's man. been blue skies all pretty much. We probably got over an inch of rain within under an hour. Okay. All right, Chuck, you're taking off, man. Monday night. What's the scoop? Uh, Monday night, we got those reports coming in. I think we're going to have a guest, uh, Alan Allen, trying to line that up. Uh, Jay from Red Zone uh, Apparel may be calling us up and just saying what's up. But I'm hoping to get a couple of other um, manufacturers calling in on Monday as well, but we'll see. Uh, if not, uh, the conversation, we're going to try and leave small tarpon, big tarpon um, right now, especially after the hammering we got today from rain. Uh, the tarpon should be going absolutely ballistic here. So um, I'm going to try and sneak out and try and find some of those in the next couple of days. Plus, too, uh, locally here we've got our miniature shortened weekend-long red snapper season. So it would be nice to be able to get out and kill one of them. So we'll see. You, you got uh, red snapper from the Hobie yet? No, no man. That... But just shut him up, man. You can't talk now. No, it's uh. You got me? <laughs> I got you now. Go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say no. It's it's just way too far out from the east coast to find any kind of structure where there might may or may not be red snappers. Um, no, no red snapper of the Hobie yet. But um, yeah, if I get one of those fancy Canada Adventure Islands, I might sail one out there. But I'm not gonna. Not gonna try and take the PA, you know, fifteen miles offshore to try and find some snappers, but um oh, definitely be cheating and doing it in a boat. So <laughs> Yeah. And if it wasn't just a weekend long season, I am sure we could throw the kayaks on at someone's boat and release an outback or a revo and make make a little video out of catching rare and endangered fish that aren't so rare and endangered. And uh but no, other than that, man, that's pretty much it. I'm just looking forward to uh, next week. My wife's on vacation, so we may, I don't know, maybe a little traveling around, maybe hit some springs and stuff like that, change it up a little bit. All right, dude. All right, then. That's Monday night, Redfish Chuck, same bat time, same bat channel. 
and uh, him and Peppy and Alan will all be there giving you the scoop. So thanks, Chuck. Thanks, brother. See you. All right, man. Good night. And we'll just start rolling around. We'll figure out what we're going to do for the weekend, and I think that's going to about do it for the night. I'm being beckoned to uh, to go mentor some mathematics homework. So, um, <laughs> Matt, how about you, man? What's up for your weekend? <laughs> uh, definitely getting out fishing Saturday. Uh, do a little flounder fishing. Uh, should be good. August is usually the best for the big fish. So, crossing my fingers. All right, we're going to see some pictures of fish? Maybe. I don't know. I don't usually take pictures of fish, but maybe I could do that for you guys. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> we have to live vicariously through somebody, at least. How about you, Cap? Are you going to take some pictures of fish so we can see what they look I, like, I, remember? Yeah, I, I have a picture. <laughs> I, I've been targeting my uh, smallmouth up here on the Potomac River, but the last few times I've been out there, all I caught were these on catfish. Nice size, 17, 18, 19 inches. So, but, uh, you know, they're not much to look at. <laughs> do you get the, the... Do you get those yeah. flathead catfish up there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and they hit, oddly enough, they'll hit a jig. I, 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 you know, so... In fact, uh, I, I, I had forgotten to take the picture. I wanted to take it for our our friend from where's he from? New Zealand. The uh, who's the guy who was down at the Blue Noddle? Oh, Paul. Uh, yeah, was was selling his lures down there. Yeah, Paul uh, from uh, ugly? Unfair oh, Lures. Ugly. Unfair. There you go. I did fair with you. Yeah. So I, I caught I caught a big old catfish on Unfair Lure, and I, I, I forgot to take a picture of it. I, I'm sure he would have liked that. But All the right. big adventure up here for this weekend is to put together a trailer. We're going to drag four kayaks down. We don't have a trailer. We just, you know, between me and the brother-in-law, we we can throw two kayaks up on the roof pretty easy. Right. Or in the truck, that uh, we're going to go out and pick up a trailer, uh, inexpensive, put it together yourself, and uh, fit it out the way we need to fit it out so that we can drag four yaks down there and uh, take the wife and the, take the wives with us take for the moondog this time. If you if you go with the Harbor Freight uh, challenge, that's, that's uh, exactly where we're going. Then stop and get you some uh, some uh, the some extra channel tubing and extend the tongue so that you can right. slide the kayaks forward a little bit. Otherwise, it gets a little wobbly on you when you get up to highway speed. So, right. But yeah, uh, I've already, yeah. already heard that. Yep. Yep. There you go. All right. Cool. cool. Well, we. We'll see. We'll see the uh, the the fruits of your labor at the Boondoggle in 49 days yeah, and a wake up. Then. Yeah, man, I'm ready. All right, very cool, Jim. How about you, man? You're gonna see. I know Tommy is just Tommy's ready. I think I don't think he's taking the uh, Cuda off the top of his truck. He's ready to go fishing, man. So Saturday they're forecasting rain on my side of town. How about your side? Oh man, I'm rain not and sure. thunderstorms. Rain Sunday, and Sunday, I don't. Yeah, so tomorrow's the wife's birthday, so Saturday night we have birthday dinner at the Four Seasons for the wife. Right. And then Saturday, tomorrow during the day, they're showing 60% chance of rain and thunderstorms up here on the north side of town Saturday. Sunday, mm-hmm. they, yeah, I know, Sunday they got it down to 10 or 20%. Uh-huh. So what's it, do you all know on your side of town what's it supposed to do? I'm looking here, Tyrone, it's saying, uh, I'm seeing the, the, 
the cloud with the little lightning things coming out of it. That's probably not good, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably not. <laughs> probably yeah, if not you're, a good if you're in the if you're out in the southwest, it'd be a great thing. But um, you know, we've had a yeah. good amount of rain this year, right? I know, man. It's just crazy. We, well, we've already passed our annual, right? Our annual yep. rain for the year, so we're now we're in the positive. So, um, let's see. For the weekend here, they're calling uh, 20% chance of rain Friday night, 30% Saturday, isolated. So those will probably be the late afternoon. And then Sunday, it says partly cloudy with about a 20% chance. So maybe you... Sunday afternoon, if you got nothing going on and we can make it work out, you should drive down and try one of our freshwater impoundments down here. Yep, so. that sounds good. Let's see uh, if I can get a kitchen pass. There you go. All right, Tommy's going to give the call, and and uh, we'll see what we can get done. So. Plus All right. 50 inch. <laughs> All right. All right, then. Well, that's about it for this week, and I appreciate everybody that joined us here. Matt, Cap D, Jim, Greg's already back out. Hopefully he's getting that car put put back together. Brad, uh, Tim Morris, and Redfish Chuck, and all of those guys in the chat room, and Tommy Head Jigs, come and see us. And uh, 49 days in a wake-up, we'll be back at the boondial. Thanks a lot, y'all. This is Kayak Fishing Radio. I'm Chip Gibson, a tree hugger. We'll be back on the air Monday night with Redfish Chuck kicking it off. Tuesdays, we've got the Double L crew out of Virginia Beach. And on Wednesdays, you get Mr. Wheeler, um, Lanny Crew, with uh, the Low Sodium Show for all you freshwater fishermen out there. So join us, and we'll see you again next time. Thanks, guys. Good night. Bye-bye.